Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Said, I'm back, finally back at my desk. Um, I have been ill uh, with migraines and just general fatigue, uh, you know, that deep fatigue I often talk about in my practice. Um, And then that mental cognitive fatigue, that emotional fatigue, I often talk about in my practice as well, the spiritual fatigue that we often experience. And so finally being back at my desk, I have had to really lean into these feelings and these understandings and these messages that my body is sending me to say, stop and wait and listen and, 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 and really trust trust this process, trust healing, trust the, um, the, the, the belief. Oh, thank you. Oh, hi guys. I love this so much. Trust the belief in your body knows what to do. Our bodies know what to do and how are we, we listening and how are we loving? And it was so fitting that the question I received uh, this week was, can you talk about worry? I feel like I worry all the time. And sweet friends, our brains are designed, those primitive brains are designed to keep us safe. And worry pretends to be necessary. Worry is those messages, that incessant chatter, And I want to say this, that some of our brains naturally do not worry. Some people don't have that conversation always happening in the back of their minds. This could go wrong. This could go right. All the things. Worry takes us out of the present moment. Worry forces us into the future or into the past about how our past. Worry gets us out of that present And so what we are going to do was really look at the principle of worry, knowing that worries are just thoughts we've created in our minds. We worry because oftentimes we feel the feelings, right? We feel all the feelings and we don't, we want to take action on those feelings. We don't know what to do with the emotions inside of us. And so we habitually turn to specific things. Some of us, it's drinking wine and distracting. Others of us, it's doing other things. For some of us, it's worry. And you might have a wide variety of ways that you deal with the stressors in your life. And here's what happens. When we worry, we tell ourselves stories over and over again. Worry doesn't prevent things from happening to us. We know that, right? Like we can't, I couldn't worry and know that one day I would be, I would have an autoimmune condition or others of us would lose, lose our jobs or that, you know, like worry offers to us this idea that you could prevent bad things from happening to us. Worry for some of us is that release valve. So we're feeling all the feelings inside. 
And what happens is we go and we worry and we feel better for a little bit, right? It's like we take some action. Some of us blame others. Some of us ignore it and we pretend like it goes away. So we all look for that escape valve. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't want you to think we all need distraction at times. When the emotion overwhelms us, when we flipped our, like, our lid, there is, we need distraction. We need to center to be able to bring our prefrontal cortex back online. Someone said to me, um, and I had pressed on this, um, I said, you know, what do you worry about? And they said, well, I worry about my kids. I worry about my health, which I, I, I know I did this this week. I get a migraine. I think this is the sign of something even worse coming summertime, all the things. And the thing about worry is that it pretends to be helpful. It pretends like it's action. And in fact, worry is, is inaction. Worry is the opposite of taking those forward motion steps. But because of, of our society, because of the way we were raised, because of our brain, our primitive brain, we have decided that worry is helpful. And so oftentimes, I, I always say like social media, right? People are, I need to take a break. Social media is like worry fuel, right? We see all the things, there it is, and everybody's doing the things, and I'm worried that I'm not enough. I worry that I'm not doing what I need to be doing. And then we look at those thoughts and we say, are these true? Are these right? It's like, it's like the Marie Kondoing our thoughts, which is my favorite thing to do, is to say, is this thought true? Is this worry that I'm thinking right now true? And oftentimes our brains will believe the lies. Like when I start having the migraines, right? And I have an autoimmune condition. So my brain says, it's your, this is the sign of getting sick. And I can't always see that that might not be the case. For those of us struggling with other health conditions or those of us struggling with fears about the pandemic or the, our society or our children or fill in the blank, our brains want to fill in the gaps. We don't like not knowing. So we make up could happen. This is what's probably going to happen. And so when we start the process, when we start to understand and we start to recognize that we can see our thoughts as they come up and evaluate whether they are helping us or hurting us, whether they are serving us or not, whether we want them or not. And next week and next week, next month in the Courageous Life Society, we are doing courageous mindfulness. Mindfulness is presence and intention. I am, I've read this, but I'm finishing it. At 
man. Uh, aware of the science and practice of presence. In um, my emotionally healthy spirituality class, I, I told everybody that I love him uh, maybe second to my husband. <laughs> he is a dear psychiatrist. And um, so, and his other book, Mindsight, uh, which has stains all over it, The New Science of Personal Transformation, in that we are taking our thoughts captive. We are understanding and watching our brains go, watching what our brains are doing in real time. That is really mindfulness. So many of us get wrapped up in our stories and wrapped up in our thoughts, and we don't understand that that is what worry is. What if X happens? And she would say, what if it doesn't? And it's something so simple, but so helpful to dwell on what positive outcomes can look like. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Because we know that our brains have this negativity bias wired in. We're, it's nothing we've done wrong. We're not flawed or inherently broken because our brains automatically go to the negative outcomes that could happen. We get, we have the opportunity to retrain it, to focus on what is true and pure and noble and good and light-filled. We get to refocus our brains. But our brains are wired towards that negativity. And so we're like, nope, I don't want to think about what could happen. Brains are that powerful that we can, or maybe, or they, they are that, like we, it's like herding cats in your mind. I always say that. If you've ever tried to talk to a toddler out of an idea that they have or a five-year-old um, and they get really strong ideas, that's like talking to our brains. We get the opportunity every day to talk to ourselves, to talk to ourselves the way we should be spoken to. We can't wait for someone else to do it. We get to do that. And for me, it is inviting in that divine uh, light, that divine being into my life to know that I am not alone, that I don't do this alone, that I have a, a, a wealth of resources. And so I offer this to you. When we worry, it's just an action that we're taking so that we feel better. A lot of times we will say, we will stop the thought, like what is the worry thought? What thought am I using to keep telling the story? And we also then need to know if we're entirely in that amygdala firestorm of worry, we have to decide. storm down and then we can bring our right now I'm teaching emotionally healthy spirituality 
we understand that we run from our emotions because we don't see any other way out. We don't see any other way to, to deal with them, to feel them. Through worry, the true thoughts that we're having, instead of hiding them underneath the surface, instead of burying them, instead of putting on that smiling face and saying, everything's okay, of course I feel okay. It's coming on to friends, to uh, mentors, to trusted people, to coaches, to therapists uh, in your Instagram stories and saying, in fact, this week has been really hard. I've been sick. I've been at 10, 15% of my normal worried. Oh, no, I, you guys, I love this. This is the joy of the internets that we can watch it at any time or listen to it. These, um, you guys know, get put on the podcast. So I reach out to each and every one of you. If you are telling yourself stories that are hard, that, that your emotions are overwhelming and that you feel lost and overwhelmed and pulled under, taken into the depths by your emotions right now. Please know that there is hope. There is always support. And I'm so grateful for each of you that sends in emails, that ask questions for these. You guys know you are, I'm always here for questions. We, I will talk about them. If I don't get to them, they get pushed to the next week. I go live and post Facebook and Instagram and then post it to the podcast. I just want you to know that you are never alone. And the, the, the wealth of resources from cognitive behavioral therapy to, to emotional, healthy spirituality and my best friend in life, Dr. Daniel Siegel, I will always be available for you. I know sometimes it feels so hard. It feels so confusing. And it feels like I feel like I worry all the time from that question that I received. Take those thoughts captive. Understand what, how those thoughts make you feel. You got to name it to tame it and feel it to heal it, sweet friends. Okay, well, we are at my 10-minute mark, 14-minute marks, but close enough, right? I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. Please let me know if you have any questions. Remember, next month in um, the Courageous Life Society's Courageous Mindfulness. Ooh, I'm so excited. And it really is about presence and how we stay centered in that moment by moment awareness of our thoughts. It's not the first 15 minutes that, that you, you take care of your soul in the morning. It's all day. So how do we live with more mindfulness and more presence to live all the minutes of our days? with grace and with acceptance and with kindness and with light. Okay, XO to you all. I'll see you very soon. Bye.
And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.